Okay, everyone, welcome to another exhilarating episode of Not So Common Sense. Today's episode is going to be a little bit, a little bit different. It's going to be about police brutality. Why wouldn't it be? I have a great example of it. Again, another example where a black person not committing a crime by the way still has not been even charged with anything there's no charges but a black person happens to be dead so as usual I come with receipts and this receipt Happens to be by Dr. Rashad Richie from Indisputable with Dr. Richie from TYT. Here he's going to tell us about the incident. By the way, before I play the video, the officer did this incident, did this thing with a Ford F-150. It was a red Ford F-150. So you hear in the story about the incident, make sure you know that this happened with a vehicle that isn't your average standard sedan. This isn't a low rider. This is a huge truck meant to carry some load. So, this isn't some type of small incident. And be mindful, when you hear this, this officer knew the outcome already. So, to let you guys know, I have a new mic, so I'm going to move it a little bit closer so you guys can get a good, good sound, get a good hear of the video. So, without further ado, hits a black male and then gets out of his car and shoots him, kills him. He's dead. Then he calls 911 and says, Well, the guy jumped on my windshield and I had to kill him. I had to. But that's contrary to what the witness is saying. Let me bring you to the video. Here it is.
was killed that day, okay? This is in North Carolina. The person who killed him is an off-duty officer. He hit Mr. Walker, who was a pedestrian. According to the officer, Mr. Walker threw himself into the car. That's what he says. Jason Walker, 37 years of age, Walker's cousin said that he was involved in the social justice movement and cared deeply about the community. He tried to help young boys at the age where they need strong black male role models. He's a good guy, according to the narrative. Jason Walker was killed outside of his home. Over the weekend, then police said he ran into traffic and jumped onto the car. The person in the car, an off-duty cop, then shot him, killed him. Those who saw the incident happen, however, allege that the cop hit the 37-year-old Walker with his truck and then jumped from his truck and shot the man. A bystander, let's put up a picture, Elizabeth Ricks, okay? Elizabeth Ricks, who was also present after the incident, got out of her car to try and apply pressure to Walker's wounds and save him. According to Willard's tweets, okay, Rick said that the cop who shot Walker did not make any effort to help render aid. She said that instead he was calling his boss with the sheriff's office. According to the sheriff's office, the deputy shot before calling 911 to report the man. Wow. Rick said that the deputy's wife was sitting and playing with her hair while all other deputies stood around and watched as she desperately tried to save Walker's life. She also noted that she ensured the final words Walker heard were of love and compassion while these other supposed public servants ignored. So, did you hear that? Did you hear that? The police, of course, lied about the incident. Of course, why wouldn't they? Instead of telling the truth, again, I wanted to let you guys know that the vehicle of note in which the man supposedly jumped into is a Ford F-150. Can you please picture an average size dude around, you know, 5'11", about six feet, you know, Hot belly, scrawny armed dude trying his might with a two inch vertical to jump over a Ford F-150. I'm sorry, this isn't Resident Evil. You're not gonna automatically pop out with some ungodly like you know, athleticism from nowhere. And to make it worse, 
He shot the man. Now, a person runs into your vehicle. Let's say they collide with your vehicle. They run across the street, and you driving by, and they collide with your vehicle. What is one thing you're not going to do? Well, obviously, you're not going to ding, open your door, jump out, and put a bullet in them. Why did he shoot that man? If he was worried, why did you pull out your gun and shoot? And then, why do you call your boss, the sheriff, in order to have him concoct a way to cover up the incident? I'm not talking about, you know, I'm not speaking in, in something that's amb- in ambiguity. This isn't, you know, some type of, you know, conspiracy theory. This is exactly what happened. Because you're not calling your boss that happened to be the sheriff in order for him to cover up what you did. Before you call 911 and before you try to even provide any type of care to the individual, because don't forget, he still got hit no matter, way, no matter what way you look at it, he got hit in some way, shape, form, or manner. He got hit. Either he jumped into your vehicle, or you hit him. Either way, that momentum that that vehicle was carrying is going to... Again, is going to be displayed onto him. He's going to have some type of damage. And not only that, why would you then open your door, jump out, grab your gun, and shoot him? Don't forget, he's not saying that anyone else, any person in that whole vicinity, because there's about five people there, that was bystanders that saw the incident happen, had a gun, pulled it out, and shot that man. It is being it is being said by the police and everyone involved that the off-duty cop was the individual who took the gun and shot the man while he's on the ground. And of course, none of the deputies and anyone's going to apply you know, some type of aid to the man, they knew without a shadow of doubt he was dead. Because the off-duty police officer shot the man with the intent, the express intent to kill him. He wanted to make sure, damn sure, he ain't getting up. So what you gonna believe? That a black man who just hadn't had the genes of craziness just run out into the middle of the street, all man crazy like something off of Resident Evil, and jump onto the, the, the truck. And the man and his wife scared for their lives as the black man falling from the mouth, ripping off his wife beater, beating on the car. And he had no choice but to pull his gun out and shoot the man dead. Are oh, you gonna believe that bullshit? 
Or are you gonna believe that this man hit this individual? He knew he hit this individual. And instead of having him or keeping him alive, because what can happen is the man's alive, he can press a lawsuit. Right? And he knew he did some damage to this man. If he's still alive, he's going to one, lose his job. And number two, he's going to have to pay for those damages that he did to this man. So he said, I better take my luck with this individual being dead. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to jump off the car while he's on the ground because I hit him. And before anyone can call 911, before police can arrive, before anyone can start, you know, seeing the situation, I'm going to jump out and immediately kill him. So I can protect myself. And to protect myself a little bit more, I'm going to call my boss. Let my boss know, hey man, I'm in a little bit of a sticky situation right now. Yeah, I hit a guy. You hit a guy? Yeah. Oh boy, what's going on? Where he at? He on the ground. You on the ground? Yeah, I shot him. He did. So he ain't gonna be able to tell nobody. It's not but a bunch of niggas around here, so it don't matter. No one's gonna believe them anyway. <coughs> so instead of applying aid to the individual, of course he wouldn't do that. The boss would tell him, make sure the individual is dead. I shot him, he's bleeding out, so I'm not gonna do anything. Alright, we're gonna send a few deputies around so they can take your statement and then they can write up a statement themselves saying that the individual was a crazy madman or something he's black so he can always do it they'll believe that this is a black a crazy black man who jumped upon the car and tried to attack you make sure to mention that they were hostile because every black person if you appear is hostile if you question police, you're a hostile. If you don't comply with the police, you are hostile. If you are alive and breathing, you are hostile. If you're in your bed sleeping, you are hostile. If you're in the ground six feet under and dead, you are hostile. You have yet to be born yet, you are hostile. Because of your skin tone. Because it's not what you do that make you hostile. It's not what you do that makes you resist arrest. It's the fact that you're black. Because you don't hear that about conservative white people now, do you? They can attack police officers and they'll get away with it. They say there's a walk in the park, it's nothing, it's nothing bad going on. It was a basic average day. They'll say things like that before they even utter the words resisting arrest. When it comes to a conservative white person. But if a black man just happened to question the authority of a racist cop, they automatically hostile. They automatically resisting arrest. Even if they're not under arrest because a police officer never tells them that they're under arrest, by the way. They go through with the actions of arresting them, but never utter those words out their mouths. Have you noticed that that happens all the goddamn time? That they will 
arrest the individual, but never tell the black man you're under arrest. That right there should be illegal. At least 40 years in jail for the officer that does that. Bare minimum, 40 years in jail. I'm equating that to murder. Matter of fact, murder is less dangerous than that. Because you're giving authority to an individual to lie. And the individual is a danger to the, not just that one individual they are lying to, but to the rest of society as a whole. Because once they know that they can abuse that power, they would do so. Habitually. You see, we need to make laws and, again, have individuals that are there to enforce those laws on police. Because things like what happened with Breonna Taylor, where they would completely lie about the police report, and I even mentioned the fact that she's dead, and it wasn't uh, it wasn't for the fact that reporters kept bringing it up to the attention. Yeah, guess what? They, they, you know, they did. That's why they did. They wouldn't even have her on the police report. Let's talk about Ahmaud Arbery. For months, if not year, a whole year, the individuals that murdered him, I can say murdered him because they were sentenced to life in prison for the murder of Ahmaud Arbery. So yes, it's murder. For murdering Ahmaud Arbery, they got to walk free. They got to walk free. For three years, they got to walk free. It wasn't until someone said, enough is enough, and kept bringing it to the people's attention that Amar Albury's murderers got to walk free and that the DA was not only working with them, but literally tried to cover it up for them, the police didn't even ask a question of them and his dead body was right there and they had guns, with the smoking gun right there and the gun was literally smoking and he had the gun in his hand, blood splattered all over him and the police didn't even ask a question. What is going on? You couldn't ask that. Simple question. What is going on? Marvin Gaye asked it. Why can't you? But they couldn't. They tried to cover it up. So again, the situation. It looks like a duck. It quacks like a duck. It's not a motherfucking cat. The man ran the dude over. Made sure he was dead by getting out the car and putting a bullet in him because he knew if the man was still alive, he could have a chance of pressing a lawsuit against him and he could lose his job and, of course, lose money in his livelihood. So instead, he shot and killed the man. <clears throat> he called his boss so they can script something together in order for 
this incident to be covered up. <clears throat> he got a couple of his friends to come over there and wait to make sure the man was dead, even though that the woman, the bystander, the white woman, <clears throat> was trying desperately to make sure the man was alive while they sat there and giggled and laughed at him. Bystanders came around and said, what is going on? And so what he did, we saw black people and immediately said that they are being hostile to him, that they are being aggressive to him, that they are attacking him. By the way, if you couldn't see the video, no one was even near the man but the dead body. Unless I checked, unless, you know, black people now can haunt individuals and attack them with their spirit, he's dead. He can't do anything to you. <clears throat> you can't get any more harmless than a dead body. But the man still said that he was being hostile to him. That the dead man was being hostile to him. Can you believe that? A dead man <clears throat> is being hostile to the off-duty police officer. And the police <clears throat> ran with it. The initial statement for the police officers is that the black man ran into traffic and jumped onto his car. Can you believe this bullshit? Please explain to me why a man who had no drugs in the system, by the way, why a man who had no, was not on any type of stimulants, by the way, why the man who is normal as get out, and I do mean a movie, and I do mean a black man in there, because he knew the smart thing to do was get the fuck out of Dodge with these white people, he was normal as you could possibly be, why would he jump onto your car? And what happened? Why did you have to get the gun out and shoot him? Did he run and try to lunge at the door, try to rip the door open with all his miraculous hawk-like strength that every black person seemed to have unless it comes to a bullet? Did he go into the car and rape your wife? What caused you to have to take your gun out and kill him? What caused you? Because if I am, if I know what I know about common sense, if a car hits you, I don't care if it's driving at five miles an hour. If a car like the F-150 hits you, you are not going to be standing. It was, and he was driving at some decent speed. We can say normal speed limit, right? And you got that thing going, let's say 40 miles an hour, because that's a normal speed limit, right? And you hit a man. I don't care the man speeded out like the flash. Saw the car and said, that's so-so. Let me rip the door open and kill him, right? I'm going to get the right wing nut job his dude. He cocked up. Rawr, got all muscular. For some odd reason, they can, we can, black people can do that. You know? And he ran out and jumped onto the car 
and start beating on the goddamn glass. For some reason, they have a crack in it. Why is it that the man hits the ground, he's on the ground, you have to shoot him? Because nothing explains why the man hit the guy on the ground. And then why you have to get subsequently you have to go out there and shoot the man. Nothing ever explains that. Nothing explains that. So, for me, the only thing I can believe is that the black man was probably walking across the street like everyone else. Probably didn't even, you know, like normal people, normal black people do. There's no stop, I don't know, crosswalk there, but he's like, hey, I'm walking across the street here. No one's going to actually go out there and, you know, be crazy enough to hit me while I'm literally walking across the street when they can stop. The white racist police officer said, that's a black man. Let me go run this motherfucker over. They don't own this street. Smack dab hit the dude hard. Dude rolling over in agony. He's not dead. And he's like, oh shit. I just hit a black man. And he quickly thought, I gotta kill him. Because that's how white people are. They quickly think it's to grab a gun and shoot and kill somebody. Without thinking the fact that that's gonna make the situation worse. But he said, at least the white, the black man won't be able to get his story out. It'll be mine versus a bunch of ignorant ass niggas. And no self-respecting white person is going to believe a bunch of niggas. Right? Jumped out of his car and shot the goddamn dude dead. Cold blood. And of course, instead of calling 911, he calls his boss, let him know, hey, I just hit a black man. They all freak out. Oh, damn, hit a black man. God damn. What's going on with him? Oh, don't worry, I shot him. So his his story won't be able to get out because he did. There's a bunch of, you know, angry niggas around here. Well, you don't have to worry about them. No one's going to believe any of these people. We just all said they smoked drugs, did something, pranked something on him, bring something up about his past, and try to say that he's deserved to be murdered. Okay, make sure he's dead. We're going to send so-and-so-and-so-and-so over to make sure to get your, you know, story, and we'll wrap it up and try to make it seem as if your story was the, is the only thing that's correct. I can see that happening more than a black man just running out in the middle of the street for no reason. You can say, Trey, but why would he make something up out for no reason? There is a reason. He hit the black man. And he don't want to have to, one, lose his job. And two, pay out a lot of money. And then, three, potentially go to fuck the jail. So the white man has all the motive out there to kill the black man whatsoever. I don't see why he wouldn't in that situation. Him not killing the black man would be the most problematic situation. So he has plenty of motive. Not want to go to jail, not want to get his ass raped open, not want to pay out money to this black man for the rest of his life because he probably crippled the man. You had that. Yeah, pretty good motive. If I say so myself, very believable. 
but we've seen. If you ever hear right-wing individuals like Ben Shapiro talk about the justice system being correct and done right, no, it's not. For the simple fact that black people have to worry about being killed on a day-to-day basis for something as stupid as walking across the street. There's all these things that black people can't do while being black that we have to worry about. And I'm getting tired of it. Can't sleep in your own bed without having to worry about police killing you. Can't walk across the street without police killing you. Can't have your kids go outside and play with the police killing them. Can't go to work without the police killing you. Can't drive on the streets without the police killing you. Can't try to freshen up your car without the police killing you. What can you do without having to worry that the police will try to kill you? And I'll leave you with that question. That's going to be it for today's podcast. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and share the podcast. I'm using a new mic, so I'm hoping that it sounds a lot better. Let me know if it does or doesn't. Go on my Facebook page. Let me know if it does or doesn't. Of course, share the Facebook page. It helps helps me out a lot. Well, like I said, that's it for today's episode. Later, guys.